Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facing. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing and anything you need printed. That's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is episode 90, uh, sitting down with the doctor, Chris Beavers. Uh, you guys have, at least in Middle Tennessee probably, I would bet, have seen him uh, blowing up all over your IG, but also showing up to your box probably, um, those of you that, that do CrossFit. And uh, he also is not exclusively CrossFit, but he has shown up in a lot of uh, CrossFit boxes, uh, adding some healing Helping people uh, move better and uh, recover and not uh, die. Basically, he is a lifesaver, and you really should look him up very soon on the IG if you're not already. So, welcome, Chris. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on today. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you could be here. Um, we're here at the uh, Barbell Voodoo uh, Podcast Headquarters, um, a.k.a. my house, uh, in my garage. And so, uh, hopefully, there won't be no... Uh, Bella the dog appearances. <laughs> it's all good if there is. Or kids screaming at each other. So uh, it's finally <laughs> cool enough to come back out in the garage and record, which which I enjoy recording out here a whole lot better than inside my house at like the dining room table. <laughs> so, well, welcome. Um, so you, um, wh- where did it all begin with you? Like, did you like come out and be like, I want to heal people? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I always had an interest, right, to 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 start helping people. You know, mm-hmm. from a young age, uh, being a physician kind of interested me, and and being a, being in the medical field interested me. I didn't know what that looked like from a young age. Like my mom kind of did some stuff with an optometrist, and so that was a bit of an interest. And you know, really just trying to figure out where I fit into that. And, and I kind of started out wanting to go to med school, and uh, really spent a good bit of time pr- preparing for that. So you know, went to undergrad at UTC, and I was kind of pre med track, and really figuring out. You know, I think I want to go to med school. I think I want to be a surgeon. You know, orthopedics. I loved orthopedics and the ability to to take someone from you know an injured state to finally get them back to doing the activities they love. And so I wanted to find a, a way to, to combine my love of orthopedics and hey, surgery. Sounded like a great route, right? And so spent a lot of time studying at uh, UTC for that. I started studying for the MCAT, which is the exam to get into med school. And, and the more I got to hanging out with physicians, especially surgeons, it's like these guys are all kind of arrogant, you know, like they have a, they have a terrible work life balance. You know, they're working 
80, 100-hour weeks. They're working mm-hmm. hard. They're on call all the time. And I was like, man, this sounds terrible. Not not for me. You know, it's important for me to kind of have that work-life balance. And uh, so there I was kind of lost, like, all right, where am I going to go now? You know, I don't know what mm-hmm. to do with uh, my love of orthopedics and my love of helping people. And so uh, being a biology major at UTC, I kind of thought, well, maybe I'll go be a professor or something and just kind of mm-hmm. go that route. So I didn't have to change my major and, uh, you know, pay more money for tuition. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Which is a mess. And so then I uh, started hanging out uh, with some PTs, actually. I was uh, working at Starbucks at the time, and one of my coworkers was in PT school and started talking to him, started hanging out with some more PTs, and uh, really found that, that love of, hey, like I can actually uh, combine my love with orthopedics, continue to heal people. And, and really the big thing I think that drew me to PT was, you know, you look at other physicians, and it's like, hey, you get five minutes of time with these guys, or you're asleep the whole time because you're mm-hmm. in surgery. And so that, that patient-physician relationship just wasn't there. And yeah. uh, PT it's there, right? Like it's a, it's an opportunity for, for me to get to know my patients and, and their families. And, uh, the more I got to hanging out, I was like, man, I can't wait to, to, to dive into this. And so, um, yeah, that's where I found myself wanting to, wanting to transition to PT and then, uh, came back to, to Nashville long-term, uh, ended up going to Belmont university and, uh, spent, spent three years finishing up PT school and, uh, grinding out. So it was, uh, it was a tough road, but I'm, I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. You picked those really, uh, inexpensive places to go study, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Belmont, <laughs> least expensive ever <laughs> paying for those marble floors and, uh, yeah. columns out, uh, out, out there. But, uh, <laughs> so he needs some more patience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Exactly right. <laughs> School debt is real, yo. Dude, too real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you. So where did where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Chattanooga, or how? What how how did you get there? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I am the lone ranger who actually grew up here in Nashville. Uh, mm-hmm. There's not many of us left. Quit moving here. We're full. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we uh, I grew up here in Nashville and uh, kind of moved around a bit, and then um, you know just where'd you go to school around here? So Eza Harding Christian School, super mm-hmm. small high school mm-hmm. uh, over in Antioch. If um, many people probably aren't familiar with it, or maybe Pendleton yeah. Sports right back down the, in the street day. from here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I uh, went to school there, and then uh, yeah, just grew up Smyrna Murfreesboro area, and we kind of moved around a little bit. But um, yeah, just hanging out here in Nashville. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I I, uh, I grew up here as well. Um, Where the two people left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's so few. It was funny because on our community workouts, like we go around. You and this morning we were talking about like we were sharing where we were from and our favorite pizza topping. Um, and and I was like, you know, Nashville, like literally here in Donaldson. Like <laughs> people were like, what? How? And I was like, yeah. And now we have CrossFit Donaldson and this is where I grew up. Yeah, like, yeah, this is my home. <laughs> it's so weird. I played tennis right behind here. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's kind of a fun thing. And it, it, what drives me crazy about being a local, like a real local native, um, is is one everybody who wears the native shirt who is not native? It's also true. but also complains about people coming moving here <laughs> when they did the same thing. Right, right, exactly. You know, it's like, like, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pot calling the kettle black. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. So yeah, Ezel Harding right now. We just passed there the other day going to a, going out to eat me and my family. Um, but yeah, it's a. It used to be back in the day. There used to be like the mall of malls in Nashville, Hickory Hollow Mall. <laughs> it was the place to be. Yeah, as a kid, like you know, different world. I mean, like we talk about this all the time. Like you know, like our parents would just go and drop us off at the mall. Oh, absolutely. And we'd be like, yeah, I'll pick you up in a couple of hours. <laughs> um, and then, but but also like generally, like our parents were working, so like you'd come home from school and like you'd just be gone. You'd be like, hey, I'm gonna go play with friends, and that friend could be like three miles away and you just ride your bike over there. And you know, as long as you're back before night, 
or before the sun went down, like you were cool. No problem. You know, like no one even cared. Now it's like I'm tracking my kid with their with their chip <laughs> on their phone and making sure where they, you know, where they at at all times. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I I can't judge. I, I do the same thing with my kids, but you right, know, right. Uh, hang on, no here. All right, I don't so, have kids yet. So I don't have the problem. <laughs> Soon I'll be in your you same will. boat. <laughs> you will. You will get one of those like things for the dogs, like you know, where you had the the rice chip in there that they shoot in there so they can identify them do that for gps for the kids actually i saw a thing on that not to go on a too far of a tangent the other day that uh that, you, that they're starting to they actually have the technology to go ahead and do that that's that's crazy for like kids that's getting creepy yeah <laughs> like big brother's watch i don't feel good about it but i'm not saying i wouldn't do it you know, <laughs> you know? imagine as a parent you, you started like all right i gotta protect this kid you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like i don't want to be like overbearing or like a helicopter right. parent or any of those but like when i want to know where they are i want to know where they are i guess that's fair that's sense. fair not that i'm gonna do anything but Anyways, level of trust. Build your trust, parents, with your kids, and you don't have to worry about this moral of the story. So, anyway, yeah. so uh, you were a Bruin and I graduated, was. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, then automatically had the healing touch. <laughs> no, there's there's a lot of learning that goes down, right? So, I mean, PT school is you're looking at you know three years of of total work, but two years of it in the classroom, and then you get to spend a year in the clinic, which is really nice to finally take what you've been learning. And uh, you know, you spend two years studying something, you're like, oh, I'm a like I'm an expert. Like I know this stuff. Yeah. Like I know what's going on. And then like you step for, foot in the the clinic on a rotation, and you're like, holy cow! Like this is nothing like textbook work. Like none, none of your bodies read the textbook. It doesn't act like what they say. Yeah. You know? So so it's it's a it's kind of a big shock, right? Like you try to figure out uh, you know all the pieces of the puzzle, and we're all complex. Uh, you know, humans are are complex and try to figure out all the ins and outs of of what's going on. And so. Yeah, I mean, and even in that first year in the clinic, I mean, you work and and you're still refining your processes. And mm-hmm. That's what that's what life's about at the end of the day, anyways. Especially as a, a PT, is like you're always constantly learning stuff. Like you've got to constantly be, you know, brushing up on knowledge and, and reviewing things. And there's stuff that pops up here and there. And you're like, man, I haven't seen that before. And so you got to go back in and, and and research and figure out what's going on. But yeah, it's definitely it's always a, a work in process, right? Like it's it's never you don't you won't ever know anything. Twenty five years into practice, I won't know everything as as much as I wish yeah. I would I would, but. Uh, you know, I think if you're constantly refining those processes and constantly learning, then uh, that'll that'll get you where you need to be and get your patients better, which mm-hmm. is the most critical thing. You know, so yeah, and and quickly, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's always <laughs> the key too, right? And that's that's kind of the thing. If you get in on the forefront, then quicker is is definitely an option. But we we tend to ignore things and wait uh-huh. six six years, and you're like, I oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even, I immediately seek help the moment I have a pain. Not at all. Yeah, like, said no one ever, right? <laughs> said, said no male, especially ever. Oh, that's funny. I mean, I think that's the, the issue with the healthcare community, right? Is like they, they, we don't get good advice, and so mm. people just avoid going to the doctor because of that. You know? Oh yeah, so and you you can't even get one get in to see one. Yeah, like it, when you need it. Yeah, exactly. You know, you sit and I mean, you spend an hour in the waiting room, and you get five minutes of time with a guy, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, you should probably just rest, or hey, here's some steroids," <laughs> and you're like. Well, thanks for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, now my doctor's pretty good. I finally found one that was really good and I had to go through all that. But, uh, like, he spends, like, we spend, yeah, 30, 45 minutes on, like, a physical yeah, every year. Which is huge. Yeah. It's and, important. But, like, I was I was feeling terrible. Um, something was going on with me. I can't even remember what it was. Like, oh, I had, like, an eye infection. Hmm. Something weird like that. And I was just like, I need to see somebody. So I called him and they're like, we can see you next week. And I'm like, yeah, no, like I've waited too long now <laughs> to come see you. Right, like right, I'm right. not waiting another week. Um, but luckily my insurance has this thing called Teladoc. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard of those. And yeah. so like I took a picture of my eye through the app, sent it to them. They called me in, in half an hour. Yeah. 
He said, yeah, I'm looking at your picture. I see. Uh, I'm going to send you a prescription. And it'll knock that out. And I'm like, what? what? That's awesome. <laughs> I feel like I just went into like the Matrix or yeah. something. Something just happened. But really cool, cool technology out there. But man, yeah, that's the worst part. Especially being able to find somebody that, that you can connect with and get in to see is is huge yeah for sure i mean the other issue too is like no one understands you know crossfit or understands some of this Mm -hmm. fitness stuff you know it's like you know they understand the surgical side of things or they understand the medications better than the rest of us do but when it comes to to movement and understanding crossfit and what it entails it's Mm -hmm. like they're just you know their advice is hey you should just probably stop which is right the the worst advice do it yeah (laughs) and i'm like what in the world it's like anybody who starts crossfit you know, the the number one thing, oh, my back's hurt. Sure. And I'm like, no, you need to stretch out the back of your legs. Like, yeah. just, just start stretching your, your your backside over and over again every day. Just Absolutely. keep moving. And they're like, but it hurts. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you've, in, in effect, done nothing in an area and all of a sudden introduced something, <laughs> something into that it. area. And it's going to hurt because it's like, you haven't used me in 85 years. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like you've been sitting on the couch and haven't done anything. That's and now, right. now it's telling it to move, you know? And if you have kids, you've sat longer on the couch because you've made them go get you stuff. So you didn't have to get up. Like, I know that trick. I do it all the time. That's funny. The best thing about kids is finding the remote. Right? Anyway. Uh, yeah. And I think it's where people get themselves into trouble is, is they, you know, they injure themselves and instead of, Instead of doing something about it, like what mm-hmm. you're talking about, hey, get get stretching or modify your workouts, it's like, hey, I'm just not, not going to do anything. Yeah. And it's like, all right, dude, bed rest is like the worst thing you mm-hmm. can do for your back or whatever it is that's going on. And, and then, or or the same thing, the same thing happens is like, hey, they'll rest and they'll come back to the gym and they didn't, you know, they didn't prepare their body for the, the movement and they yeah. injure themselves again. And then, hey, we're stuck in this cycle of, hey, I've been dealing with this for six months now, mm-hmm. you know, which is like, all right, that's too long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's way too long. And then, and then you lose membership, you know, right. ultimately. Yeah. Because they're like, my body can't handle it. It's too much for me. You're like, no, it's not. It's just, you're not actively stretching and helping your body to get in a place where the place where you want to be ultimately. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that's important. Yeah. I mean, I, t- I tell my patients that all the time. It's like, you know, I would rather have an orthopedic injury because I was being, you know, proactive in my health and trying to take care of myself rather mm-hmm. than on eight medications for heart disease and, you know, blood pressure issues, cholesterol issues, all this stuff. It's yeah. like, Hey, you're doing the right thing. Yes. You're a little dinged up. It's like, Hey, can continue to do that. An orthopedic injury is cheaper to fix than long-term health complications because you can't get <laughs> off the couch when yeah. you're 60 yeah. years old, you know? Yeah. There's uh, there's some medical bills that come into factor off of man, I was listening to this podcast the other day about these doctors, these doctors that do a podcast and they're like literally, I don't know, 85 to 90%. And they're saying, like, I feel like that's on the low end mm-hmm. is all like health and wellness can can all be treated that way. Like For just sure. just eating well and being active and, you know, working out from time to time like that. That would treat the majority of things that most people ail and pay tens of thousands of dollars in medical bills for later in their life. I mean, ultimately, as an older person, like what kills you is is falling Seriously, yeah, that's like, one of the biggest issues, yeah. 100%. And all of a sudden, like, you're, like, flying down the hill of, like, a million other things that go wrong <laughs> just because you fell. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you couldn't get up, and you laid there, and that made it even worse, and, right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. and then you broke your hip, and then, then you yeah. did ultimately, yeah. All right, so let, let's, I didn't, I didn't tell you I was going to ask this, because I, I just thought of it, you know, <laughs> that's the way I roll. Um, all right, top things, top things for... Functional fitness athletes, group fitness, let's say CrossFit people, hypothetically, since that's mm-hmm. that's the majority of our crowd. Right. Top five things CrossFit people should should be doing that maybe they're not doing or 
you know, just in general, like you should be doing this outside of your box. Yeah, for sure. So or I, before you leave, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing is is probably mobility in some capacity, right? Like we need to actively be doing it. Yes, the warm ups that are designed and, and all these boxes are good, and boxes are getting better and better at designing mobility work, uh, you know, mm. with Kelly Starrett stuff and mobility wad and mobility ROM and all these other things that are coming out. But, you know, that is not enough to, to meet you at your individual need. And so, you know, some of the, there's so many good coaches out here. So asking your coach, what, what are you limited in, mm-hmm. uh, based on some of the things that they're seeing is huge, right? So I'd say mobility work is probably the, the biggest thing. Um, I would say, you know, also the, taking active rest, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't have to train seven days a week, like not like just going at it seven days a week. Yeah. Like I see like, that's a lot of the injuries I see, right. Is like, Hey, we, we don't check our ego at the door. We think, Hey, I need to just continue to train. It's like, it's okay to take a day off here and mm-hmm. there and it can look a little different, right? Like, Hey, maybe you go into the gym and you do the, the workout, but you don't do it RX that day. Like, yeah. Hey, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm going to reduce the weight or Hey, my shoulders been bothering me a little bit. So maybe maybe i'm going to mm-hmm. do assisted pull-ups that day and yeah just modify yeah don't go don't go to win the whiteboard right every day exactly yeah. exactly listen to your body like i think that's the biggest thing and so taking mm-hmm. active rest be it a lighter day at the gym or hey maybe cross train a little bit and you say hey like maybe i'm just going to go to the gym and ride the the bike a little bit mm-hmm. or, or i'll hit the rower for for a couple couple meters and you know taking that that time off is is huge and so um, yeah, so I think mobility, active rest is huge. Um, and then I think something like hip strengthening, hip mm. strengthening is huge, right? Like, you know, we think, uh, hips don't lie. Yeah. Yeah. Hips, hips don't lie. There was a song about that. I think, yeah. um, you know, so hip, hip strength is huge, right? So, uh, we think when we think core and we think, uh, low back injuries say, Hey, I need mm. to get my core stronger. Yes. Abs are important part of that, but, but the hips are huge, right? Like they're yeah. they're they're foundational for um, you know, I got squatting. A really effed up hip. Yeah, you do. <laughs> My left one. Yeah, I go get it worked on every month. Still. Hey man, you need to find that underlying cause so that stops coming back. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. I had an X-ray, their initial consultation with Uh-oh. the guy, <laughs> and it's like you know, I mean, basically we'll take a new one. Basically yeah, yeah. at this point, because because this is important because we just talked about this because at uh, fourteen or fifteen, maybe sixteen. I, I just assumed that this is the way my legs were built and oh, that maybe one was shorter than the other. Oh, yikes. And so like, I was just like, yeah, whatever. Okay. This is just the way it is. Didn't really say anything to anybody. Didn't really complain about it. Just like kind of went on Yeah. until I was 38. Oh, oh that's a long time. <laughs> yeah. And at age 38, I went to, well, no. Yeah. At 38, I went to, to a chiropractor friend and he was like, dude, I can fix that. And so I was like, all right, well, let's see. And he, he like literally got it maneuvered back into place the way, yeah. where it should be, right. uh, where it should have been this whole time. <laughs> 38 and, years uh, later. And I, and I looked at him like he was Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, you, you just healed me. Like I was lame and you have healed me. And, awesome. and so like I remember walking around, I was like, this is the weirdest thing. I've, I've never felt like this walking, like, like the way you should. And and so I went to a, a I had, when we moved over here I went to a different chiropractor, and uh, he he does CrossFit uh, at a local box too. That's cool. Like I kind of choose my guys that, that know what smart, I'm doing. Smart. And he took an X-ray, and then I saw like what the problem was. Like Uh-oh. the ball on the ball joint is not a ball Uh-oh. anymore. Like it's flat, <laughs> and so my left hip just rotates back. Uh-oh. Which, yeah. which you know. It, creates a, a it, world yeah, of problems. It, it creates all kinds of problems, and and it doesn't necessarily hurt, but it's. It's not right. Sure, sure. 
Yeah, and and stupidity is really, you know, I don't know. We're just, our own worst enemy with stuff like that. You yeah. Know, we just kind of keep pushing through it. I was like, yeah, this is the way life is. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm just a, I don't know, gimp or something. I don't know. I don't know what the proper word is. You can't even say that anymore, do you? I don't think. I think it's one of those things. Yeah, so people, you know, they come to me. If I say gimp, they're like, all right, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's using, what is this? All right, so what did we say? We said mobility uh, and recovery. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, what was, what was uh, Like hip strength. Hip strength, kinda, that's kinda where we were. Yeah, so, and you can lump that in really you know, if you want to look at it from a wide lens like you can just look at it from accessory work in general right so yeah. you know we're talking about hip strengthening being huge but you can say they argue the same thing about the shoulders right like yeah. hey, you know crossover symmetry is huge at most gyms it's like if you mm-hmm. spend like i guarantee you, you can minimize some shoulder injuries by knocking out crossover symmetry yeah. you know pre-post workout a couple days a week and like that's gonna mm-hmm. go a long way or like heck like some of the videos i post on my instagram like i've had some people reach out to me like hey like man that really helped my shoulder issue and it's something simple that you guys have access to in mm-hmm. all your boxes with some of the bands and stuff yeah. like that and so we just do being, banded yeah. shoulder stretching all the time like Shoot. i did this morning for strongman yeah. class and I, I swear by it my <laughs> i'll never forget like my dad was like, oh, you just remember uh, bad shoulders running our family. You know, he, he has really problem. He can't even like reach above his head right now. And I was like, oh, oh okay. Like, and, and so like I just gained a lot of strength. I started yeah. working my shoulder and building up, you know, the, the capacity of muscles around it so that it actually stays and healthy and yeah. wise. And, and I did a lot of crossover symmetry when I was at combustion and like that strengthened it. And then we do banded stuff when I was at Trivium and now I, I still bring it over to CrossFit Donaldson where we're doing that, that banded stuff because like today we were doing some overhead work. We we're doing some jerks and some carries and I'm like, we got to work on the address the shoulders. Before 100%. We get there. Yeah. 100%. There was only one time I had a shoulder injury and, and it was, <laughs> it was my fault. So <laughs> Always, like, it usually comes down to that, right? You were asking about this circus dumbbell. <laughs> so when I got it, I was like, Oh, cool. Like it, it's supposed to weigh, I think 70, 75 pounds is what it said online. Okay. It looks every bit of it. And I was like, cool, like that shouldn't be a problem. So I like lifted it up, got it on my shoulder and then like pressed it slash jerked, push press, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. And like out of, I mean, I was still wearing like regular clothes for the day. Like I had not warmed up. I was just like, I just want to play with it. And all of a sudden like pain, like no other with my shoulder. And I was like, (laughs) that was the stupidest thing I could do. Come to find out when I put it on the scale, it weighs like 96 pounds. Oh, gee. Only a little off from 65. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little different than I was anticipating. Um, And I could have looked at the wrong thing online, you know, it could have been the two inch, (laughs) like this is the big three inch, you know, uh, handle and, and man, it... It killed me. My right arm. And I'm like, oh, oh what did yeah. I do? Hey, man, people get themselves in trouble with that. You know, they don't warm up appropriately. I mean, you could, you could yeah. maybe even argue that being kind of the next piece is like warm up appropriately. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, hey, listen, listen to your body. Like you can't pick a, you can't pick a heavy barbell up or and deadlift it or press it overhead and expect your body to perform well. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like you're probably gonna injure something. Mm-hmm. Like I've had a, several people come to the clinic and they're like. Oh yeah, you know, I was being dumb and just decided to to pick up the barbell and just just went for it, you know. So I, th- I think it's like, all right, man, it's like we sit at a desk all day, we sit in our car all day, mm-hmm. and then we go and expect our body to do something, yeah. something high velocity or, or move more weight than our body weight, and it's like, 
man, we got to warm up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't, and especially as we as we age, that happens as well. You know, you start hitting Big that time. that fourth, fifth decade. It's like, all right, man, like we need to to start actively warming up. Mm-hmm. Even even in our twenties, it's like I got to do the same thing. Like if I don't warm up appropriately, mm-hmm. it's like, man, I'm asking to hurt myself. Oh and, yeah, and, and that's the good thing about most boxes is, and especially with some of the the pre warm up stuff I see, most boxes are doing a really really good job of that. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, the problem gets especially in the early morning classes. It's like, oh, I'm stumbling in five ten minutes late, and it's like, yeah. all right, man, it's like you still got to warm up and kind of prepare that body for for those movements you know so. yeah there yeah if there's and the two things you just said like there's two things that i have to warm up regardless i don't care what what is happening if we're doing anything um overhead or anything like i have to warm up my shoulders extra for and sure. i have to warm up my hips absolutely like those two things just like exactly what you just said about about working them out later and, and mobility and stuff but like but those are the two areas like if we're squatting we're powering eh, okay i can fudge a warm-up <laughs> a little bit you know like whatever but if we're going like full depth squatting like i gotta i gotta, I need some time mm-hmm. you know um and and that may be my my age at this point i don't know the, the 40 40 year old <laughs> gang out there but like you know there's just certain points but like you know shoulder if i'm going overhead if i'm going to a clean not a big deal yeah, whatever you know bad, but yeah. but man anything overhead like yeah we're gonna we're going to slow that down a little bit and we're going to warm these things up. It's, it's key, man. I mean, it helps you move more weight. It helps you feel more efficient. It's going to help prevent your injuries. I mean, uh-huh. it's just a, it's an important piece that I, I think, I think we can get away with it in our twenties every once in a while, but it's like people, yeah. you know, that we've ran through all this volume, especially with the open and some of this other stuff. And it's like, Hey, we need to, we got to warm these tissues up because eventually uh-huh. it's going to catch up to us. And so I think that's a big, big piece as well. So, yeah. So what, how do you feel about, and then, what, you got one more, right? Have we done yeah, four? I got one yeah, more. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so how do you feel about lifting an empty barbell first? Do you feel like that's an always thing? Because we, we, okay, these these have been debates and, well, I mean, maybe not debates, but like things that I ignore and, and other people ignore as well. But like sure. you know, most people will say, and I even say it to people like in my own <laughs> box, like start with an empty barbell. Yeah, yeah. But you, You'll see me after I demo it. I immediately put some forty fives <laughs> on there. Like there's there's no jumping. Like there's like we're doing this and then we're we're jumping to one thirty five. That's where we're going to start most things. You know, and I, I think that's relative to the athlete too. It's like hey, okay. you're probably going to squat twice as much as me. Uh, you know, you're a bigger guy sure. than I am, and so you know a jump to one thirty five for you versus me is probably a little bit more sizable. You know, I, I do like the empty barbell. You know, simply to to get the pattern warmed up a little bit too. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, if we're doing some snatches and some things that require a little bit more finesse, I think it's important to work through that barbell, get your movement pattern right, and I think it's a nice warm up piece, right? Yeah. It, but building up, I think, is key. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think that hey, you got to go right to an empty barbell. Maybe if you went PVC and then went something lighter relative yeah. to the lift. But I mean, if you're doing snatches, overhead squat, I do start snatch at 95. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's good. I think if you started yeah. a relatively lightweight, like for you, like my snatch is not that much, but, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm going to start with an empty barbell because I'm not, you know, we start getting in that 155 range. It's like, all right, that's probably <laughs> enough for me. But, yeah. but for you, it's like, Hey, 95 may be a good, good starting point. So I think it's, it's more of like, Hey, listen to your body relative to your max, but for sure. I mean, start light. That's the key. Start yeah. light, build. I mean, that's part of that, that warm up process, you know? Sure. Well, I only have like five good lifts. So I mean, yeah. like one, you know, I got to get to them by that, by max out, you know, right. by five or, or else I'm sunk, you know? So that's gotta, true. That's true. That's, I got to maximize my potential yeah. in this little window here. Big jumps. Got to get there quick. You know? 
whatever. All right, fifth thing. What do, what do you think? What's the, what's the next key? Yeah, so I think the other thing, um, and a lot of people talk about this too, is is I like to look at a couple different pillars of health, right? Like I, I always want to look at, hey, what's our sleep look like, our sleep hygiene? Oh, that's huge. Uh, our, our, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. Sleep, so sleep hygiene, nutrition, uh, stress management. Um, mm, I, I think those, uh, yeah, none of us are, right, especially in our culture. But I think those are three big ones. I also like to look at movement, but we've kind of covered that with some of the other yeah. stuff. But If there was a drug for, like, I don't know, maybe cortisol levels or stuff like that, <laughs> like stress management, I would buy that junk in a second. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. I don't care. That's, well, yeah, I don't even, I, that's the root of all evil in my life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I think stress management is huge, right? Like we're all stressed out. We're we've got these increased cortisol levels, which can delay our healing. Yeah, and that coupled yeah. with hey, we've worked out seven days this week, it's like that increases our cortisol levels as well. And so it's like hey, going back to that active recovery for a day mm-hmm. or two, mm-hmm. uh, or, or you know these things like Whoop bands, for example, like they're, they're tracking you know strain scores and recovery scores based on some of you know your activity. And it's like hey, if well, you've been yeah. if you've been traveling a bunch and, and you've been stressed out at work, it's like hey, maybe I don't need to go just crazy all week at the gym and expect mm. my body to perform and that's where people get get themselves into trouble with some of that stress management stuff so I, th- I think that's huge to you know again take some time from the gym take some time to create margin in your life you know what i mean it's like what? hey nah, yeah. nah that didn't sound right that didn't sound right at all uh, uh, margin yeah. yeah what is that what is that no one believes in that <laughs> it's not true it's like hey cut out something for the week and give yourself yeah. some time to, to and, and then that ties into sleep right like hey you need yeah. to be getting like if we're getting constantly five hours of sleep, we're stressed out, mm-hmm. and, and then you come into the clinic and you want to you wonder why hey we're four weeks into rehab right now and I'm not better and it's like man I can give you the ten best exercises in the world mm-hmm. that that are backed up by research and backed up based on my clinical knowledge and what I know is best for the CrossFit athletes I've trained in the past but if you're not hitting these other pillars it's like yeah. hey man that's a problem and that's a big piece that I like to talk to my patients about you know and I'll tell you I'll I'll, uh, I'll test to that for a little bit like sleep it, you will notice a difference getting proper uh, amounts of sleep every night within a couple of days oh, like it's huge. like it's it's unbelievable turnaround it's quicker than any uh pill you could take you know or, or anything like i mean the turnaround on what sleep does for your body is incredible and, and i'm someone that can function on four or five hours of sleep like and I I went years working out at five a.m. and and I didn't care what time I went to bed. It could be like midnight. It could be whatever. And and I would sleep and I would get like four and a half hours, five hours. And I would even tell people like my sweet spot is between five and six hours. You know, that adds and, up quick. Yeah, and so but every afternoon like I'm crashing, and every every day I'm like oh, I'm just tired. You know, whatever. I should probably need to you know drink some more coffee or whatever. And like <laughs> it's always the answer. It, it, yeah, it went on for like years and um. Recently, I started hearing more and more like podcasts like Ben Bergeron and stuff like people talking about sleep and um, and, and I started kind of looking at other, uh, you know, podcasts that were talking about about sleep um, that were from doctors and different different sources from that. And I was like, oh, this is this is a thing. Let me let me listen to these. And, and, and across the board, it's like ideally a minimum of seven hours of sleep every night. Like if you're someone that requires more, everybody's different. Sure. Like my wife, for instance, requires more sleep than I do. And so then I started setting my clock and, and instead of forcing myself to get up at four o'clock in the morning to get ready to be at the gym by five, um, I would say, okay, what's, what's seven and a half hours yeah. from this point and, and, and set the alarm for that. Yeah. And, and with my schedule, I, I'm, I'm flexible enough to be able to do that. Like sure. not everybody, I recognize that. 
Um, but you can do that in reverse. If you know that you're waking up every morning at 4 a.m. to get to the gym by 5, then you know you need to get, be in bed by, what, 9 o'clock? Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Um, so, you know, it, but, it, yeah, the when I started doing that and started tracking my sleep, and even tracking the quality of my sleep using some stupid app on my phone, <laughs> which, you know, which, which actually was pretty beneficial for me to have something to look at and go, oh, okay, so this is the amount of time I was in bed. This is the amount of time I was sleeping right. um, to help me kind of dial that in. Like, I don't drink bang energy drinks like right now. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but, but I can notice how well my body recovers and, yeah. and how, you know, I'm, I feel reset. And now if I get too much sleep, it goes back to just... It, <laughs> Even even worse than like getting too little. I, I can agree with that. Yeah, there's it's there's, a, weird there's, there's a sweet spot, right? Like you yeah. you want to make sure. I, th- I think you're spot on by saying, hey, like, hey, if I get up at four every day, it's like I need to go to bed earlier. Mm-hmm. Period. You know, if there's like I get it. There's days that are going to happen. Like we have kids, we have life, we have responsibilities, sure. and there's days that I get less sleep than I need to. But you know, if there's been a continuous day, like again, if there's been continuous days that I've got lack of sleep because of travel or something like that, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm going to take it easier at the gym these couple days because I'm setting myself up for an injury potentially because my body can't recover you know what i mean like i'm using every ounce of my energy just to stay awake at this point Mm -hmm. let alone recover Mm -hmm. from these heavy workouts that we've been doing that's where people get themselves into trouble well it's like what's the prescription that's given to every single person who's sick injured or um been in the hospital and had surgery yeah rest rest go home and rest like always (laughs) the first thing i need you to get some rest um, wow, well, that's weird. Why is that? Because <laughs> your body rebuilds itself. It's the coolest freaking invention ever. Exactly, your body, exactly. You know, it does some really cool stuff. It even recovers and like <laughs> does stuff to like make you do what you want to do, even right. though it may be in unhealthy ways. Because we sometimes you know have bad movement patterns, but sure. it's all because you wanted your body to do something. It said, "All right." I'll figure out a way to do this. Yeah, past the path of least resistance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. always going to do that. I mean, how freaking cool is that? You know? Just yeah. in your body that, that you go, oh, all right, okay. I'll figure this out. <laughs> I don't even have to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, and then I think the last pillar again was nutrition, right? Like we need to you can't yeah. you can't eat pizza and beer every night and expect you to perform at the Super gym well. Super yeah. disappointing. It is because they're both good things. But I it's try like, all the time to outwork a bad diet. Sure, it's I think we all do sometimes, working. right? Yeah, it's currently failing but you know that's that's a whole nother thing we'll talk about that later um but yeah it's you know it's it's bad yeah i mean it's now um over the last couple of years getting your uh, crossfit certification you know to be a coach and stuff like they're they put the pillar on the back of the shirts you know and baseline is always nutrition sure you know if that's if that's messed up then your body's going to be messed up. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, and that ability to recover, the ability to, to move more weight, the ability, mm-hmm. once you're dialed in with, with things, it, it goes a long way to, to your ability to perform. And when you're asking your body to do these crazy things that we do at the, at the gym, sometimes it's like, Hey man, like you were out all night and now, <laughs> now you wonder why you, you're sucking wind halfway through this workout. It's yeah. like, no, it's not because you mispaced yourself. It's because you're not eating well and all mm-hmm. these other pillars, you're not sleeping, you're not managing your stress and it all just comes back together, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And you can create yourself a perfect storm by just making easy decisions yeah i mean there's there's simple habit change well i say simple but like habit changes that can go a long way and prevent somebody from coming into the clinic it's like the last thing i want is to have a million people knocking on my door because they're injured and it's like i'm always talking to my patients about this when i come in is like 
can I give them other tools to help get these other mm-hmm. areas in check so that we can create that ripe environment for their body to heal up? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. again, if I'm giving you the 10 best things, but you don't listen to any of the other advice I'm giving you as it relates to nutrition and, and things at the gym and moving a little bit less and, and uh, or, or not going as heavy and, and managing your nutrition, it's like, man, that's, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to be continually in this injured state. You yeah. Know? Yeah. My dentist is a guy I used to work out with. Um, and he, uh, he, he, what's funny is when I started seeing him, he was like, well, I guess I can skip the talk on nutrition that I give every single one of my patients. <laughs> and I'm like, you're a dentist. What are you talking about nutrition? He's like, it's vital. It He's is. like, your teeth will, will show your nutrition as well. Like, and I'm like, whoa, that's mind blowing. <laughs> it's crazy. You have my teeth, but I can buy new teeth. It's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and here's the thing, like people, I think want the new edgy thing. Like what, what is the new edgy thing that I can do in my life to, to, to be better? And the reality is there's nothing new. It's all the stuff everybody's been saying. You got to take care of your body in all the ways that, that the pillars like you were talking about, you know, and it's not rocket science. Yeah. yeah. You're like, Oh, so it's still just those things. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it, they will change your life for sure. You for know? sure. So, so you, I don't know if there's necessarily anything out there that I'm like, oh, hey, like I've got to do this. I mean, there's some things we do in the clinic from a clinical standpoint, right. but I mean, as far as like access to things that, that people have everyday access to, it's like, dude, just like stretch a little bit more. Like mm-hmm. all, all of the, the you know, Romwad, Mobility Wad, which is the ready state now, but like all those guys have great products out there yeah. or, or heck, I, like, you know, there's a lot of Instagram accounts out there putting stuff out as well mm-hmm. about some of this. Mm-hmm. And so picking up on what is your deficit, you know, if you know you have shoulder trouble then pick those things and focus on it you know what yeah. i mean just be more dedicated and more focused but I mean, there's some things in the clinic that that we use that that can be uh, helpful for for people recovering from things but mm-hmm. it's like you know the, i don't think there's any kind of gimmicky thing out there to say right. hey hey like i need to try this like there's some things i use in the, in the clinic too like voodoo floss is mm-hmm. awesome you know what i mean like that oh, stuff is anytime ridiculous. Anytime something, something is, I will floss the crap out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I didn't use that in my practice for a long time. And I had one of my uh, old uh, PT school classmates. He's like, yeah, dude, I use that stuff all the time. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know that I buy it. And like, I had a knee thing that was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, was like, for that. I was like, all right, I'm going to try it out. So I, you know, hooked myself up to it. I'm like, man, this crap kind of works. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this is ridiculous. And so, uh-huh. you know, it's sitting on a shelf somewhere at most boxes. It's like, yeah. pull that junk, pull, you know, dust it off and put it on whatever you have going on. Mm-hmm. Or from an ankle mobility standpoint, it's huge to regain, you know, ankle mobility or elbows yeah. in the front rack position. If you're having trouble with that or, mm-hmm. or pain with deep squats, it's like, man, put that joker on, on the, on the knee and get, get to work, you know? And yeah. so I, mean, I think from, you know, we, we all like those kind of quick gimmicks and quick changes. And I think the the voodoo floss or even some of these banded mobilization mm-hmm. techniques that a lot of gyms are doing, dude, knock the, knock the stuff out. Like we have the yeah. tools to be successful in many cases, mm-hmm. But the problem is, is we don't do anything about it. You know right. what I mean? We just say, ah, it'll go away. And you got to go a step further beyond your class. Absolutely. It, really. Exactly. And that's mm-hmm. kind of our conversation a second ago. It's like, hey, if you've got something going on, do something about mm-hmm. it. Like empower yourself, do something about it, as opposed to just going to bed at night and waking up the next day and thinking that it's going to be different. Right. Like right. that's where people get themselves into trouble is they, they ignore pain and then they end up in the clinic like, Oh, why did it? Why does it hurt? It's like your body's been giving you these warning signs for months now, mm-hmm. and, and it, all the time. I hear this with backs all the time. It's like, hey, 
my, you know, my back felt great. Like I was lifting a bunch of stuff and then like, Hey, I went over and picked up a, a shoe and then my back <laughs> busted. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, well, your body was giving you warning signs prior to that. It's like, yeah. listen to it. You know what I mean? Or Spend more across. time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like we were talking about a second ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my, funny. My back hurts so bad right now. Oh, man. <laughs> So where is this clinic you keep talking about? Is that, where is that place? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I opened up, uh, inside Ignite Fitness, which is a, a personal training studio over in Cool Springs, um, off of Carruthers. So, uh, yeah, opened up in there, got my own little private treatment room and, uh, it looks just a lot like a, a gym, right? Like we've got, you know, it's very different than a traditional medical office. You know, we don't have a bunch of, uh, mm. you know, chairs or anything like that, uh, where you're going to sit and wait in this waiting room for a long time. So we got racks and, uh, weights and that's what we're going to look at. Right. And so, yeah, located right in the, the thick of cool springs which is like right in the middle of like mm-hmm. every crossfit box ever you know what i mean like yeah, they're, they're everywhere yeah. there's quite a few and uh so yeah man it's been it's been fun so far that's cool that's cool all right well let's uh let's take a little break and then we'll come right back okay cool. sounds good this podcast is brought to you by nutrishop franklin Go on by Nutrishop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need to pick me up? You need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them in the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Um, so, uh, what what are you getting into nowadays? Like, what's uh, what's the future hold for momentum? Yeah, so really the big thing that we're doing right now is, um, you know, we're running a lot of mobility, uh, free mobility clinics at, at gyms. And so we're, we're partnering with a lot of gyms. We've done a lot mm-hmm. of stuff already kind of in our early goings here. And we basically come in, we'll spend, uh, you know, 45 minutes to an hour with these guys and really break down a specific topic. So we've done shoulders quite a bit, squat mm-hmm. mobility, and really we'll do anything that the gym kind of sees that there's an issue with or something their members are struggling with, you know, if it's knee pain or uh, you know, whatever it might be, probably back pain after the uh, open yesterday. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, just partner with gyms, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, my biggest thing is I want to partner with communities who are on the forefront preventing heart disease and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like I, I can impact that by helping people stay on top of their mobility and, and preventing orthopedic related injuries. And so really that's the big reason why I partner with gyms and right. And, and to kind of show them that there's a trusted medical provider who's not going to be like, Hey, you should stop working out, which is yeah, worthless yeah, advice. You know, yeah. like that's terrible. And we're not going to listen anyways, right? Like we're going right. to just keep, we're just going to keep doing it. And so it's like good thought. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Exactly. So yeah, you know, we've been traveling around and, uh, doing a lot of that and really anybody who will have us you know it doesn't necessarily have to be crossfit specifically but that's really kind of the big group mm-hmm. that we we target just because i know you know hey and in, in, in my crossfit community we're all a little beat up and we could all benefit from from a little bit of mobility work and so no doubt yeah it's it's huge to stay on top of those things and so you know if i can catch an injury two weeks in it's like it's so much easier to treat than mm-hmm. hey <laughs> this thing's been going on for six years now and now i have to try to fix it and so yeah. really again just getting in front of folks and letting them know hey 
here's some simple things you can do and and man i hope that it helps and and mm-hmm. if not like if you do need to come into the clinic and see me we're going to get this knocked out quick and find out the root cause of it you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. so yeah. yeah that's a big deal you know with all that stuff i mean you know the quicker you get in there the quicker you you're back to not scaling everything or you know modifying everything right which I don't, I don't quite understand, but, um, so many people have a really issue, you know, doing that modifying movements. It's true. <laughs> you know, the people are like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I'm gosh, I'm RX. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the ego. Like, Dude, you're not going to the games. Like you, <laughs> you weren't even to the top. Uh, right. You know, like you weren't even on the top half yeah. of the open. Like, hey, what are you exactly. talking about? Like, what are you expecting? Yeah. Let alone in your own gym. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You uh, know, geez. Even a even a blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes. Like, right, right. I've even been at the top sometimes. I mean, you know, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Here's your uh, here's your participation trophy. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, just going back. Listen to your body. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's that's huge. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, long term, you know, really, I just want to. I want our clinic to be recognized as hey, like these guys are trusted sources that I know that I can go to if I've got, you know, pain with deadlifts or pain with squats and they're going to tell me why, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that, I think it's the biggest thing that separates us. Like you've got, you know, in my previous physical therapy practice, it's like, man, if, if I had a CrossFit athlete in there and I, they had shoulder pain or pain with deadlifts, like I had no idea why, because I couldn't pull a barbell out and find out. It's like, I can sit and give you a band aid like dry needling and, oh, and yeah. soft tissue stuff to help fix your symptoms. But if I don't find the root cause, it's like, dude, six weeks from now, you're going to be doing the same thing and we didn't fix mm-hmm. the problem. And so, yeah, yeah. you know, really I want our, our, our clinic to be recognized as, Hey, like these guys told me what my problem is. And now I know exactly what to do because sometimes like, Hey, I've got pain with deadlifts and I'm worried about it messing my back up. And I'm like, man, it's something simple. Like, Hey, if we can teach you how to brace or set your back appropriately mm-hmm. and create that tension before you pull from the bar, it, like that goes a long way. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So you being in a, in a, I don't know, gym setting yep like you can actually break down movements with people as opposed to just just treating the cause i didn't even, i didn't think about that being important in terms of when you were saying that earlier yeah yeah you know that that, that it's not just uh, you know a normal clinic come in this room and you know I'll, right. I'll work you over real quick and then yeah you know good luck right right um, exactly that's fantastic so you 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 spend a generous amount of time probably with people breaking down their movement looking how their movement patterns are and for sure what they're doing wow that's really cool yeah i mean that's the biggest thing that also separates us i mean like in my previous practice i mean i'm seeing 80 to 100 people a week so i mean that's a lot of volume right yeah like that's yeah you know i be mentally and physically exhausted at the end of the day seeing that many people and uh you know you got three or four people running a room at the same time it's like hey i'm telling this person to do this exercise yelling at them across the room hey do that exercise next and so it's, it, it was just real kind of cold right like it wasn't a good quality treatment you know really the big reason why i got drawn to physical therapy right was to spend time with my patients and diagnose mm-hmm. these problems to a to a t but now it's like that's why i left right like that's why i was like i've got to get out of this so that yeah. i can start my my practice and treat people how they want to be treated. And so now it's like, Hey, we get to spend an hour together of like really sitting down one-on-one talking about, Hey, here's what I'm having problems with. And, and that's how things get missed in medicine, right? Like when you only have yeah. 10 minutes with somebody, like things get missed and mm-hmm. I missed stuff in my previous practice, but now I have time to sit and talk to you and, and look at these movement deficits and, and really find the root cause and get that, that helpful information that's specific to the sport. You know, like yeah. it's sometimes it's a simple tweak or, Hey, it's been six weeks working on this, this strength component and that's mm. going to go a long way for you, you mm-hmm. know? So Yeah, that's great. That's huge. 
that's a it's a huge uh, differentiation, you know, between what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's not. I don't know where else you're going to find an hour with a medical provider. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like otherwise you're going to get the kind, of, especially in orthopedic world. I mean, gosh, those guys are so busy. They're mm-hmm. seeing 80, <laughs> 80 plus people a day sometimes. You know, and you're like, oh my gosh. No and, and again, you wonder why they're why you're waiting an hour in the waiting room. They're always running behind, and yeah. and then you wonder why they're like that guy didn't give me any helpful information. Like I hardly know what's going on with me too. You know, and <laughs> yeah. Which is cool because, I mean, I can't tell you how many people come into the clinic and they're like, oh, you know, I've got this thing or had this thing and I'm the first person to sit and actually spend 10 minutes pulling up pictures and uh, of anatomy and actually explaining what this means. And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, especially with backs, like, oh, you know, hey, I've got I've had a disc injury in the past or I've had a strained muscle in my back before. And like some people think that's a death sentence, you know what I yeah, mean? And they're like, yeah. I can't deadlift anymore. Or I can't squat anymore. And I'm mm-hmm. like... No, man, BS. Like, we're going to squat and we're going to deadlift and we're going to teach you how to do that again safely yeah. so that you can feel confident in your back. Like, it's the, I hate hearing that. Like, you, you go see a provider, oh, you got the back of an 80 year old or some nonsense oh, like geez. that. And you're like, yeah. you're like, man, like, you're good. We just need to fix what it is and then we're going to get you back pulling from the ground. Like, I saw a, a, a video the other day of this, like, 80 uh, something year old guy doing mm-hmm. the, open, the CrossFit Open. You know, yeah, you're, yeah, like, yeah. you're like, dude, like, this guy is crushing it. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, you can, you can do it too you know mm-hmm. what i mean if, if mm-hmm. 80 year old frank's doing it like you're doing it too what about like something like a spinal fusion yeah so fusions get a little more dicey right like right. you know you you basically close off a section of of, of the spine and, and motion's got to come from somewhere right mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. you know it's specific to the athlete and specific to to what's in there but even that's not a death sentence your workouts may look modified in some capacity if i can't clean up some mobility stuff somewhere mm-hmm. but i mean a fusion's a major surgery i mean it definitely yeah. Yeah. it's definitely something that um we consider but even then your workouts may look modified like hey even if you have to pull you know uh deadlifts from from you know maybe a lifted surface for a little while whatever it may be, if I can get you safely pulling from the ground again, dude, heck yeah. Like I don't see any reason just because you have a a fusion that you can't be lifting in some capacity. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. It may look different than the the 20 year old without a fusion, but everything looks different than the 20 year old. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So I'll be clear about that, (laughs) but it's, it's key of if you find someone who believes in you and find Mm -hmm. someone who says, Hey, we can get you doing stuff. If you trust the process, like, dude, anything's possible. The human body's amazing. You know what That's I mean? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have, I have friends that have had things like that and you know, like, you know, I'm done. Yeah. You're like, I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't it's, know. Maybe I just, I'm not a doctor, but I, mean, <laughs> I don't feel like that's true. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like it's ever true. If somebody ever says, you know, you're done doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I don't think that's the case. I mean, again, you got to find people like their doctors tell them that, right? Like mm-hmm. they spend time, you know, they spend five minutes with them after they did this surgery mm-hmm. or they see the PA or some other assistant. They don't even see the doc and the doctor's like, oh, you should just not bend forward anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. all right, again, here we are to this unhelpful advice that, that puts fear into me that like I can't do anything. But it's like, man, you bend over to pick your kids up or you bend up forward to get out of a mm-hmm. chair. Like you're mm-hmm. bending forward all the time anyways. Yeah. It just looks different. And so that's How half of my job. How do you sit on the pot? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're bending <laughs> forward to get there, you know? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm pretty sure no one's not pooping because <laughs> of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and then that comes down to, hey, how can we modify your workout for you in a previous point so that you can continue to work out? 
out. And, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's what I do in the clinic every day. It's like, Hey, you know, you go see someone else and say, Hey, you should stop working out instead. It's like, no, like, Hey, maybe you do have pain with deadlifts, but maybe you do kettlebell deadlifts for mm-hmm. a period of two weeks while we're getting you there. So then at yeah. that point, you're still engaged in the gym. You're still working out. You're still a part of your community that you love and you're on the path to recovery doing what you want to do, right? Like you yeah. want to deadlift. Rehab doesn't have to look like some weird bird dog and yoga exercise. It's like rehab can be deadlifts, you know what I mean? Yeah. If it's done appropriately. Now, I'm not saying, hey, I've got back pain. I'm going to rip 225 from the floor. It's like, hey, maybe we back that off. Mm -hmm. But rehab doesn't have to look like weird PT exercises. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and does it look like pain and agony in your (laughs) practice? Because every time someone says, i got to go to PT, like, a few weeks later, I'll see him, and they're just like, oh, "I got to go back tomorrow." I don't I'm really scared. <laughs> they're gonna hurt me some more. <laughs> no, no. I mean, some of that is too, like uh, because I can sit and spend more time with you. I get to kind of walk through that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, typically, I like to catch injuries on, before some of you're sure. in that bad of shape. But yeah, I mean, there's going to be some pain along the way, unfortunately. But I mean, it's not going to be to the point where what you're describing of like, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm in agony. I don't want to go see this guy again. It's like you know, we're going to ease into him, meet him where they're at, yeah. and figure out how can we get them moving well but without just blowing the rest of their week up because if mm-hmm. i blow someone's week up and they're in that kind of pain like i ain't going back to see that well guy. it's i think it's difficult and, and the people that i hear that from are people that one didn't have good range of motion in the first sure. place and then they have a surgery because of a, a whatever yep. and then the the pt person whoever that is um, wants to get them to a range of motion that they never had in the first place. Right, right. And so for them, it's an extreme difference, yes. you know, and, and that's a that's a challenging thing. And, I, you know, I don't know if there's an answer for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that there is either. Yeah. But, but that's the key. Like, continue to work out. Continue mm-hmm. to do these things. Continue to believe in your body. Like, you know, CrossFit athletes are so much more motivated and so much more quick to get back to their sport because they have such a good reserve mm-hmm. at the beginning. And, again, it comes back to I would rather – have an orthopedic injury than be a couch potato and mm. not be able to get off the floor and fall and hurt myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I see two ends of the spectrum. You know, I don't see it as much in my practice now cause I treat mostly CrossFit athletes, but you know, in my previous practice, like I'd have 60 year olds who couldn't freaking get off out of a chair. And yeah. then I had like a 70 year old guy come in doing Iron Man's, and you're like, <laughs> what in the world? Like, yeah. this is crazy, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so, again, it comes down to, you know, if you have enough reserve beforehand, Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to recover from an injury. And I think that's huge for – and that's why I love CrossFit is because it's Mm -hmm. taking people who wouldn't ordinarily work out and who wouldn't ordinarily be engaged in any activity to, like, dang it, we're going to freaking move. Yeah. Yeah, I had this guy um, this week. We have ads running on locally in Donaldson for our CrossFit gym. Yeah. And uh, one guy commented, um, well, I think I'm too old and fat to get to do that. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you commented. Like, that's already like a step in the right direction. Just, Absolutely. He's just about putting it. something out there. And so I, of course, like I am not the like I'm in charge of social media. And so like, I'm not the guy you want to throw that card out to. Like, I'm like, I started at 415 pounds. I started CrossFit that's and I was all. like, and I was like, you're not overweight enough to not to, to not do it. Huge, yeah. And uh, and so he, he he wrote back, and I don't know how old he is. He, he he probably isn't much older than me if he's older than me, anyways. Sure. And uh, and you know I wrote a few more words on that, but and he was like, oh, well, <laughs> I'll come I'll come look at y'all sometime. 
And I said, <laughs> great. We would love to have you. Yeah, like, let me know. And, and I offered, I was like, man, we can just sit down and talk about it. I'll, I'll buy you a cup of coffee and let's yeah. talk about your life and, Absolutely. and figure out how, you know, maybe, maybe we can help you reach some goals that you thought were impossible at this point in your life. Seriously. And, uh, and so that, that really connected with him. And eventually he was like, Oh, I guess we should find out when and where. <laughs> yeah. Like that was his last question. And I was like, coming at nine o'clock on Saturday. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's the address. I'll be looking for you. That's he didn't the, show up this Saturday though. Maybe maybe next Saturday. Maybe next Saturday. Yeah, but, just uh, keep keep waiting, man. Keep keep putting it out there for the people and uh, they'll they'll do it. Yeah, but people have this concept that I'm done. This is the, the new reality. Like yeah. I'm I'm beyond help. I'm beyond the uh, physical ability to to turn this ship back the other oh, direction. Yeah. And and the reality is no, you're not. Like is it going to hurt? Is it going to be difficult to start out sure. Yep. But in every CrossFit box there is that I at least I've ever been in and I've been in a ton of them um is that they're connected with somebody that's either a chiropractor, PT, someone who who helps with mobility and movement so that as things progress and you're like, ah, this feels like it could be an injury. Great. Go see yeah. these people, you know, or massage therapists, all kinds of different people. Absolutely. And, and they're helping equip you to continue forward on this health journey that, you know, a lot of places you don't have that. Like the Globo gym, you're going to go, <laughs> go in there and be like, oh, I don't know. I've really got this pain when I'm on like the Stairmaster. Right. <laughs> and, and they're like, oh, well, maybe you should try the bike for a while. Or, <laughs> right. you know, I, you know, I don't know. Or, Either or that like or go through go. the stretching room. Right. You know, and okay, all right, you know, um, no one's really helping you address the needs, and right. and obviously the level of intensity, and uh, you know when you're in a group setting, and you know kind of working out with people, it's completely different as well. Absolutely, um, but they're set up in in a way to so that somebody who's you know 400 plus pounds can walk in the door. The fittest person in the room is going to be like, that's my mission or like that's yeah. my new best friend right. or like I want to meet that person. Like yeah. we're going to do some life change together. And and all of a sudden, like you're a couple years in, and you're like, wow, it's we've, like we've been person. doing life together, yeah, you know, like and and I'm better, and you're better, and like this is all cool. This is what happens. Um, yeah. And then you meet, you know, people that help that person, like these, uh, you know, uh, elite or you know, RX athletes that already have people like you in their life. Yeah, that as people stumble that are new, they're like, hey, man. Go see, you know, so-and-so over there, you <laughs> right. know, whatever, wherever you're from, you know, that you, everybody has those people. Absolutely. Um, and obviously in middle Tennessee, anywhere, especially no reason if you're especially south of Nashville, especially you have no reason not, not to hit up the momentum. <laughs> yeah. Come, right? come, come see us in cool Springs. Everybody goes to Galleria. Don't act <laughs> like, you know, just plan a trip. It'd be fine. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So yeah. Anything else with you? What? No, no. You, you I mean, left off a really huge part of your story that you potentially could get in trouble for. I just want you to know. What's that? The the uh, the, the the misses? Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, yeah. not any of that was a part of your story. I earlier. know. I better, I better shout shout out to her because she's man. She's been a big supporter of the business and uh, really. Yeah, you know, most of the time you go tell your wife, "Hey, I'm going to quit my job and start a business." And I'm like, <laughs> oh boy, like, yeah. oh, you're in trouble. So, but no, nah, man. Uh, my cool. my wife Tana and I we've been married uh, five and a half years now. So mm-hmm. uh, we got married. 
married super young and uh, it's been just a massive blessing. And she's been a huge yeah. support of my business and she shows up and helps me film videos for Instagram content and, uh, and you know, goes to workshops with me on Saturday mornings when I'm doing workshops. Oh, and yeah. uh, just been a trooper really to, to help provide support for my business, not only yeah. at home, but uh, while, while we're doing Now, what does things. she do? Does she, does she have a thing supporting you so you can open your business? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. She's, she's, she's a sugar mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so she's a teacher, so I don't know if you oh, call it. That's yeah, uh, not no. really sugar mama-esque. Nope. But, uh, at least it's a steady income, though. <laughs> yeah, steady income. That's the key. That's the key. But uh, That's cool. Where does she teach? Uh, so she teaches out in Spring Hill where we live, uh, Heritage yeah. Elementary. And, uh, so my girls uh, went there. That's, that's where oh, no my girls grew up, yeah. Small, went to small Heritage rural. Elementary. We lived uh, off Buckner up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're off a of duplex now, off the uh, war zone that is uh, construction uh, going on out there. So, place. <laughs> I, I miss my people in Spring Hill. They they dramatically made an impact in my life, and so, um, but it was good. Um, and now we're here, but that's cool. So yeah, so you've been married five years. Yeah, she she uh, supports all the craziness that you do. Man, it is crazy. You, so you if you want to know who she is, look at uh, what is it, momentum underscore or sports PT. Yeah, um, on IG, you can kind of catch a glimpse of her in, <laughs> in some of the videos in the mirror. <laughs> All right, if, if, exactly. If a person a creeping behind. in the corner. Uh, if there's a mirror behind us, she'll you'll, yeah. you'll get a cameo. And she yeah. appears in a video a time or two as well. So, oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I gotta pay closer attention. to <laughs> A quick cameo. I wouldn't know who she was, anyways. If she yeah, yeah. There and listen it, to it, it, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. That's well, that's good. cool. So, anything else we need to know, man? That I mean, I love what you're doing. Um, and it's and I love how uh, unique. Like, you, I think when we first connected, you were talking about how you you intentionally are focused on the CrossFit crowd, right? And um, oh, most people don't know what to do with that, anyways. You know, right. in, in your profession, but it's also um, true. <laughs> but yeah, you, you're focusing in on those and your unique practice um, in in actually using movement, seeing how people move, putting them under a barbell or picking up a barbell, and going, okay, let's let's break down this movement and see if we can help you long term instead of helping you, you know, to get through till next month, you know, right? Um, is, is great. I love that, and um, I think that's very unique, especially spending the amount of time that you're saying you spend yeah, with people. I awesome. mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah, it's fun because you actually get to have a conversation with them uh, uh, rather than just get into things. It's like I get to know them as a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like it's I find out their goals and find out you know what the heck do you want to even get back to doing? You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's just playing with your kids, and it's like hey, it's fun to do life with these people. You know, like we're yeah, talking about in the yeah. CrossFit gym. You know, it's like I get to do life with my patients now. Just that's so cool. much different than what it was before. It's mm-hmm. just it's a good time. Yeah, that's cool. So, well, all right, man. Well, I appreciate you being on yeah, today. And uh, yeah, if you want to uh, reach Chris, uh, the best West way is IG, maybe? Yeah, yeah. You can reach out to Instagram. Uh, yeah. That's totally Momentum cool. underscore sports with an S. PT. Sports. Yeah. PT. Yeah, I've got a whole bunch of free content on there. Literally post stuff like every single day. Yeah, you have a to. lot of cool like videos that you put up specifically about different joints or muscle groups or, yeah. or things like that in, in one's body. Um I have a few of muscle groups in my body, so it's <laughs> I hope, helpful. I hope you do. Yeah. It's, it's a problem if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but they're really cool. You should go check them out. Um, give him a follow. Send him a message. Um, or just book an appointment. Go, go visit him, right? <laughs> Yeah, give me, give me a call. Uh, check out our website as well. And uh, you can follow all the links through, through the uh, Instagram. And uh, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, and keep an eye open for um, the, the different uh, clinics and stuff that he's running or seminars yeah. um, that he's doing all over town. You can go 
check out one of those. Um, you know, yeah. they're they're like he was talking about uh, squat specific today. You know, shoulders been in a, done a ton of shoulders. Yeah, a whole bunch I've of seen those. all around. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah if your gym wants one, uh, feel free to reach out to me as well. I'm happy to host one. I'll come come to you guys, which is cool. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for being on. Yeah, and, thanks, man. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you've liked what you've heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.